Hi, I'm Alul. Sup, I'm Boo. Yeah, I'm Alul. This is the voice of Canberra youth. And this is the voice of Multicultural Youth. The show about multiculturalism, diversity, sharing experiences, and achieving goals. Stay tuned for our wonderful interviews and good music for you to enjoy. You are listening to the Multicultural Youth Program on 2XFM. Live Thursday, 6 till 7 p.m. Yes, good afternoon and uh, welcome to the what is normally the Multicultural Youth Radio Show. Um, this week, of course, the, uh, the boys are on Easter break, so uh, um, they, won't be, they won't be bringing the show live to you, unfortunately. But uh, in, uh, in place of our usual crew of uh, Bull, Malwal, Akol and, and gang, um, we've, got, uh, we've got Rob Lancaster in the studio with us. G'day, Rob. How are you doing? Hey, Dan. Good, thank you. Thanks for coming on. Pleasure. Short notice. Yep, no worries. It's good to be here. Now, uh, Rob, you're, you've just returned from an eighth-month epic, uh, epic tour voyaging around Europe um, and India. Yeah, right? yeah it, was a bit, it was a bit all over. It started off in Europe and then headed to Asia and uh, through India and Indonesia and Malaysia from there. Right. And it's not just um, it's not just backpacking, is it? It's much more than. Uh... No, some people would call it perhaps glorified backpacking, but uh, I have a more generous view of it. No, I'm working with a, an organisation called Initiatives of Change. Okay. And so I've been involved with a, a few different uh, projects that they're working on. Uh, so while I was in Europe, it was a bit um, uh, a few different things in different places from Ukraine and Norway and and so on. But uh, then the main focus of this last seven months or so is a, a five-month uh, training program through starting off in India and then through Southeast Asia yeah. uh, called Action for Life. So, so, so take us back a step. What is, um, what is Initiatives of Change? It's, uh, it sounds like it could be, it could be any kind of, uh, I don't know, anything from a, you know, a community group to, a, um, to a, lobbying, a lobbying group or even a political party? Uh, yeah, well, it's definitely not a political party, <laughs> but uh, in some respects it is everything from a community group through to a, a lobby group. No, not so much a lobby group. No, it's, uh, um, it, it's really a, more than an organisation. It's more a network of uh, people who are really committed to this idea that when it comes down to it, change starts with the individuals. So if we want to see different changes in our community or in our country or so on, that has to start with ourselves. And that when we start to model the sort of uh, values that are important to us and have the integrity that we always like to see in other people Mm. and build relationships based on that, then that can really start to build the foundations for... Um, yeah, for society that functions properly, right? It's a pretty broad. Um, it's a pretty broad uh, agenda, I guess. A broad, um, broad kind of scope of responsibility that, that yeah that entails. Is it? Um, what, what are the origins of it? I mean, is it? Uh, you, you talk about values and um, and community building. Is this? Um, is it? Uh, you know, uh, to have religious motivations, or is it kind of a broader community based? community-based approach or mm, yeah so i mean you ask about the origins it actually uh, began in the early 20th century it was a um a lutheran minister from america actually okay. who, who had um this sort of experience of i guess transformation when he realized that he'd been in this situation where he was uh he was the superintendent of like a boy, boy's hostel hmm. um and the uh, the board had uh, not decided they weren't going to give as much money to um, for the food and so on for these boys, and he, so he was furious, and ultimately he quit. And uh, 
but then after some time, he realised that uh, there were six men on these board and he realised he was actually the seventh wrong man because he'd held this real bitterness towards them. And when he realised that um, this and started to share this experience with other people, sort of saw that this could be the basis for really engaging people in something that starts with the individual. And that grew into a movement which then became called, uh, known as moral rearmament because mm. just before the, the Second World War, everyone was rearming militarily. And uh, this group, which was then the Oxford group, particularly university students uh, in Oxford, uh, and uh, so he talked about what would be needed for after the war, which is a moral and spiritual rearmament. Uh, and initially it was, yeah, definitely a, a very Christian organisation based on sort of trying to encourage people to live their faith rather than this sort of Sunday Christianity approach. But then over the years it's um, brought into a more multi-faith base and, uh, and also people of um, no particular faith but who are still focused on this idea, committed to this idea that change starts with the individual and yeah right and so through though through that um that basic principle you, the, your uh, the, the role of the uh, of the um the the organization is to to what, build is it to build communities or to uh, to um i guess or to kind of empower individuals to to take on kind of leadership roles within communities or or am i a bit off course no, no, I mean, it's, it's in a sense, uh, all of that, but uh, I guess it can be distinguished from the, the approach in general, which is what we try to uh, encourage, uh, whether people are in, involved specifically with initiatives of change or not. Mm. And then there are the specific things which fall under initiatives of change, so different programs, um, so tra- training things, and then community-based initiatives. For example, there's uh, there's one in the in the US in uh, Richmond, Virginia, called Hope in the Cities, which is about uh, addressing the um, the racial relations uh, there, which has been going for for many years now. Mm. Um, a number of people from uh, the team in Australia have been involved in the Pacific, particularly in the Solomon Islands, since the. Uh, intervention in 2003 there and right. really working with uh, people on the ground there who are committed to uh, a sort of, <clears throat> uh, not a sort of flippant democracy, but democracy really based on individuals committed to, to the values that undergird it and working with them to see how you can start to build that from a community level. Right. Um, uh, in this case, in the Solomon Islands. Sure. Is it, I mean, there's some pretty um, diverse, uh, I guess, diverse issues that that the organisation appears to be tackling is it um, is it an, an impossibly kind of broad ambit that that the organisation is tackling? Uh, yeah, in one sense it is because it can cover anything and everything. But in another sense, it's not so much about what the organisation um, is tackling, but about uh, creating spaces where individuals can come and encouraging us all to look honestly at where we can change first. Mm. And then when we have that sort of honesty in relation to our, the standards we have for our lives and our own values, then um, creates a space where, the, where really meaningful initiatives can emerge. And then it's up to individuals ultimately to, um, to pursue them. And so some uh, may be pursued totally outside the the aegis, if you like, of initiatives of change. Yeah, and so the organisation is effectively just um, delivering to people those kind of those um, those tools 
for yeah. to make action, I guess, with integrity. Yeah, I, I guess in one sense it can be boiled down to that, encouraging a certain approach that starts with the individual and yeah. that has some is given some more form in some cases with initiatives of change programs, quote-unquote. Yeah, right. But uh, is also, yeah, spreads out further than that as well. Yeah, right. Look, that's um, that's all pretty interesting stuff. Why, why don't we uh, go to a song and when we come back we can uh, we can discuss some of, the, um, some of the projects you've been working on with your group. Okay, cool. Thanks. Keep listening and uh, subscribe because that's the only way this, we're going to keep hearing great songs. Yeah, and welcome back. So that was a uh, an assortment of music which you don't normally get on this program. It's probably a bit bit slow. There's probably um, too many guitars for Bulls liking, but uh, Bulls Bulls has just come back in actually because he was so devastated with what the music that we were playing that he's he's coming to take control back of the program. How are you doing, Bulls? Lose the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so you're on uh, you're on holidays. Yep. And what have you been up to? Uh, well, I haven't been doing much. I've just been going to my friend's house and watching movies with friends and all. Yeah. Sounds like a pretty good way to spend your holidays. Any good movies so far? Uh, I watched The Fast and the Furious today, which was pretty cool. Is that like Fast and Furious 18 or something? <laughs> Number five. Number five, yeah. <laughs> 18's on the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and is it the same as the last four? The, nah, man, this one is different. Well, there's more action and all. The, uh, this one has more... Well, there's more violence, I think. Uh, it's not that violence is in blood, but violence is in more, but not that much. Right. Yeah, it's more... Well, I think it's the best one out of all of them. So the same stuff as the last four, but just more of it. Yeah, more more better. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Cool. And uh, what about Easter? Have you got much planned for, for Easter? I don't, really, I don't really do Easter. No. Cool. What about chocolate? Uh, chocolate. Well, Easter I, I don't do, do the whole do, Easter egg Easter egg thing. Thing. What? do you do the whole you know Easter eggs on? Is it Easter Sunday? No, nah, no, nah? nah, Easter is what is Easter again? Rob, <laughs> <laughs> over the year I passed. So, so Easter in the Christian tradition is the day that uh, Jesus was resurrected. But oh. uh, do you come from a, a Muslim oh. background? No, we. I, well, I'm part Christian then. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, we do. We celebrate, but not with chocolate. Okay. We just right. go to church on Sundays, and well, it's the churches are longer, and uh, yeah, there's more celebrations. Yeah. Hmm. Do you get amongst the chocolate, Dan? <laughs> well, that's about as far as my faith goes, really. <laughs> faith and chocolate. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, so, what's? Same. I mean, what is the? You're you're Christian. Mm-hmm. You you celebrate um, by going to church. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's got the... There's both elements to it, like Christmas in a sense. So there's the, the cultural side to it, which is time to spend with family and a bit of a break and all the rest of it. And then there's the religious side, which is... Uh, yeah, I guess the focus of it is the church service. But it's also... It's very it's important um, in the Christian tradition, the, the link between Good Friday and then Easter Sunday. So without both of them, it doesn't really make the same sense. Yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, yeah. So that's. And what about Lent? Do you? Yeah, I was. Do Lent? Yeah, I was thinking. Do I do Lent? <laughs> do, 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 oh, I mean, like, do, do, what, like, yeah. do you refrain from? Or like with Lent, what you do? You have the choice of refraining from eating something, or do you? Or is it just kind of? Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, it, it comes from uh, the uh, forty days that Jesus spent in the in the desert. I think, uh, but um, 
Uh, yeah, I was thinking about it the other day because a, a friend was talking about something that he given up for Lent, and I realised that I have never really given up anything for Lent. So um, by the time I had this reflection, it was too late for this year. <laughs> so, uh, so next year... No, but seriously, I, I think it's kind of cool because it's um, particularly given... Uh, I mean, it's kind of cliche, but given the consumer sort mm-hmm. of culture, it's kind of a good discipline to every now and again think what what is something that I would like to keep consuming, but in whatever yeah, sort of area, yeah. but that I can discipline myself for a period not to. So, Bull, what would you do if? <clears throat> so you you don't you haven't done Lent. You no, haven't not done chocolate. No, I don't know. So so the like so Lent is like the what the forty days where you yeah. you say okay look. You know, most of the year round, I eat too much chocolate, or I, I don't know, whatever it is, and and you have to say, okay, for the next forty days, I'm going to go without. What do you reckon you could? What could you? What do you? Could you go without basketball for forty days? No. Well, or, uh, or what Xbox? <laughs> uh, well, I can survive without Xbox with basketball. Oh no! And now, because I used to do this basketball for every Saturday, and now they're off for two weeks because of the holidays. And the week Saturdays are um, not as much fun anymore. Well, yeah, it's they're fun, yeah, but you just reduce your overall enjoyment. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. I yeah. just have to change my schedule. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, so I don't. I got a bit of topic there. Um, so we were, just before um, before the music break, we we're talking a bit about Rob's organisation, Initiatives of Change. Which uh, we've decided has a very uh, <laughs> has a very broad um, broad uh, scope of um, I guess what it's trying to achieve, but um, it's mm. very uh, sounds like a very dynamic organisation with, with projects taking place around the world. Um, some of which you've been helping out on recently. Yeah, over so the last eight months or so. Yeah, um, one of the ones that I'm uh, particularly <clears throat> uh, getting reimmersed in now is uh, just since being back from overseas is uh, an initiative uh, based in Switzerland called the Co Forum for Human Security, and uh, Co is actually a place in Switzerland where we have a, a conference centre, and this Forum for Human Security <clears throat> uh, <laughs> is again in some respects quite a broad. Uh, a broad initiative but what it's really trying to do um, is bring together people who are active in the field of human security at whatever level it Mm. might be and uh, firstly create a space where they can uh, explore uh, the different questions together and look for new answers Uh, and I guess in a sense that's not very different from your average uh, conference Mm. Uh, but then also really seeing where the interconnections are between the different uh, issues uh, and so that you try and avoid this siloed thinking that often we can get into. So around the themes that have been identified for this particular forum, and so there are, there are five, um, living sustainably, uh, which brings in the whole climate change thing, just governance, uh, the uh, intercultural dialogue, uh, which perhaps doesn't seem so relevant, but mm. the way we communicate between communities can be as important as anything else to addressing some of these concerns. <clears throat> then also inclusive economics. Economics affects everything. And interestingly also this idea of healing wounded memory <clears throat> and that a lot of... We're often held back in different situations by the cycles of violence and cycles of revenge mm. that <clears throat> operate in different places. And so trying to address some of that as a prerequisite uh, to... Um, finding sustainable solutions to some of this other stuff. 
Uh, and then right through that, we try and emphasize the real centrality of trust building mm. in all of it. So how do you build the sorts of relationships um, that are needed to be effective? So we often talk like in, in Copenhagen, for example, <coughs> excuse me, um, uh, about how the, the politicians failed us or, or whatever, but sometimes we ignore the divisions that are often there within civil society or within NGOs and um, and the activist movement generally. Right. And so how can we really improve on all of that as well? So so in these forums, then, do you bring together all those different communities? Into Like, you know, you've got your uh, your NGOs that work in those those spaces you were you know working with those themes that you identified um, as well as I don't, I don't know I mean what, what kind of stakeholders do you bring together yeah so uh, uh, different uh, it's it's again it's it's very varied so um, this year there'll be uh, a guy from uh, who was formerly the the head of the UN um, effort to c- combat uh, desertification. He was actually the executive secretary of the convention to um, combat desertification, Luke Ngadja, and he's going to lead a day on restoring the degraded lands. Yeah, um, right. So uh, often talk about desertification, but this is kind of a, a bit broader than that and seeing how all these themes interact. Um, uh, and then a couple of years ago, there was quite a large group that came from Sudan, actually. Yeah. And... Uh, <clears throat> Then uh, and that's somewhere where initiatives of change is is uh, trying to um, increase the activity at the moment with all that's uh, happened and is about to happen with the official independence both referendum in, yeah, yeah in a couple of months time so and so so do you, do you want to talk a bit about that I mean what so in in somewhere like um, like South Sudan which has mm. you know gone through gone through a, a long period of um, of civil war. Uh, Followed by you know this this um, political process and now independence that's taking place. What I mean, what kind of work would you be doing in a in a place like that? What what kind of work would your organisation be doing? Uh, well, at the moment, uh, it's or what kind of I guess what, what kind of problem issues would there be that um, that your organisation can help to help to address? Uh, well, there's one of them particularly would be this whole question of healing the wounds of the past, and that historically has been one of the areas where initiatives of change has really emphasised things. So when you're coming out of a conflict situation, uh, you don't just have the um, the sort of uh, physical issues of um, infrastructure, uh, structures of state and all the rest of it to deal with. You also have this... Um, perhaps slightly intangible burden that's there from the past as well, yeah. um, which is understandable and um, uh, and has to be dealt with. It's a reality, however intangible in some ways it might be. Mm. And so looking at how that can be dealt with at the same time as, um, as the other issues, which are also important. So at, at this stage with Sudan, the, the initiatives of change um, involvement that's been there, it's sort of in a... Uh, fairly nascent stages still but really working with people who are there um, to explore what can be done and how how uh, people from the outside can help to the extent that they can, how initiatives of change can support because that's really more what we're about, um, mm. supporting and accompanying people and who are really trying to um, build uh, the society in the way that... Um, they think it needs to be to be sustainable mm. um, it's not about imposing <laughs> ideas of whatever from the outside but working together with uh, at a community level but um, 
also trying to engage at a political level as well, not for lobbying purposes, but for really looking for solutions. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay, well, why don't we go to a, another quick um, music break and we'll come back to more of a discussion about some of the other projects again after, after this. All right, so uh, that was... Um, that was... Too much in my mind by uh, the boat people. We I've never heard of any of these songs. <laughs> well, just because it doesn't have like big bass doesn't mean it's yeah. not worth listening to. And just for the record, I didn't request them either. <laughs> um, so uh, again, we we're just talking about some of the projects, um, and we we talked about, for example, what's happening. Um, you know, what what the role of your organisation, Initiatives of Change, is in Sudan, um, and and so. At the moment, you're back in Canberra for uh, for a short period, um, just I guess resting from from the uh, intensive travel, and then you're setting off again. Yeah, so then I'll be uh, heading back to Europe um, mainly to work on preparations for uh, this uh, human security forum. Right. Okay. Um, then we also have a planned uh, a course for some students in Lebanon at the beginning of May. Right. Um, which uh, I'm sort of coordinating, although now. <clears throat> had some issues with my departure date, so I'm not sure if I'll actually be there, but that's been a really interesting process too. Yeah, wow. So, so it really is, I mean, you re- really are kind of touching on, you know, on oh, like it's kind of setting down in every continent um, across all sorts of cultural and religious lines. And, um, yeah, that's the, that's yeah. the idea, yeah. Um, but it's not necessarily so. It's um, it's not like our objective is to be oh, no, everywhere. No, 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 but I'm just saying it's yeah. a very, yeah. Yeah, but it sort of organically has... And does that does that pose its own challenges, working in such you know diverse um, diverse settings? Uh, yeah, but at the same time, uh, there are definitely sort of cultural differences that you come across in terms of how people operate, how people operate in a team, and so on. But uh, at the same time, uh, more and more, I feel like ultimately we have a lot of the same tendencies as people and. Um, difficulties can sometimes between us can sometimes be put down to cultural differences when actually it, there's something that's kind of a, an easy way out sometimes when actually it's just a fundamental difficulty we have with another person in the same way we have difficulties in our workplace with people and uh, we sort of all have our own individual culture as well as uh, yeah, right. the different cultures we're part of so yeah yeah, interesting. Um, work is challenging wherever you are, I think. Yep, yeah. fair enough. Cool, cool. Well, look, um, it's uh, it's coming up on 7 o'clock. It's, uh, it's four minutes to 7 at the moment. So uh, I guess we should probably end it, wrap it up there. Um, thanks, Rob, for keeping us company over this Easter special whilst the boys get well-deserved rest. Um, Bull, thanks for coming in for this last segment to supervise and uh, give us some of your pointers on how to operate this, uh, this radio panel. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess uh, we'll be back next week. Bull, will you you got anything planned at this stage for next week's show or it's just uh, we'll just play it by ear and uh, just have another ex- fantastic show as usual? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, don't, I don't have anything planned for next week. All right. But on Sunday there's this basketball thing that's going on, which is cool. All right, sweet. So we might get a report back from, from yeah, more of your goal-scoring bonanzas. Yeah, it's happening in Melbourne. So it's just a travel thing. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's for my uncle's team. Oh, good, good. Cool. All right, well, um, we'll, we'll look forward to hearing back on that. Um, next up, we've got the Macedonian show with Kiro. So uh, thanks for tuning in.